everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, we're going to talk about um, some, uh, you know, some of those uh, clergy rights and yeah. the, the, they get their housing for free and shit. We're going to talk about taxes. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I, that wasn't a good explanation on my no, part. No, no, no. Uh, it wasn't ta- coming to you. It wasn't. It just wasn't happening. No. But yeah, we're going to be talking about religion and taxes, <laughs> and uh, you know the clergy and the, their housing. You uh, know the thing and the, the guys, uh, the guys, and they've got the things uh, and they, you know, with the collar and the house and the thing, and it's free, and it's free, and we're subsidizing well, it. It's for tax them. free. Yeah. Anyway, well, probably free for them. <laughs> probably that's true. You know. Perks. There are perks to being a, a clergyman. Yeah. Good yeah. ones. Yeah, for sure. That whole not having sex thing kind of sucks for well, some It depends on the kind of clergy. It does. You got to pick which which you're going to be clergy of carefully. Uh, and, you know, the whole... It doesn't seem to stop many of them. <laughs> Even the ones that take the, the vows. Well, then they do it with the wrong people. Sometimes it's a like a mistress. That's true. You know, yeah. Every now and then, you hear about like a priest and a nun doing a little, getting a little. See, that's hot. Yeah. Oh my god! All that pent up. Yeah, exactly. You got those sexy hymns playing in the background. (laughs) How can they stop it? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take us to the Vatican City, uh, home of the poop. The wait, how do you pronounce that? Pope. Looks like Pope. Uh, he is uh, a man that's in charge of the Catholic uh, communion. Mm. Anyway, uh, Pope Francis, he recently, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about like things that he says. He says he says things. He says a lot of things. He says a lot of things. You don't yeah. see all that much action out of Pope Francis in terms He's of an like older man. Well, I mean, no. how much action can he can he endure really? I I don't know, but I'd like to see a Pope action movie. <laughs> That'd be good. Uh, no, he. So everybody's kind of like everybody in our position is kind of waiting for him to actually do something. Walk mm. the walk. Don't just talk that talk. Yeah, it's so a slow process. Well, he kind of did something. Oh, um, okay. So uh, he's he's created. So everybody's complained about how uh, the church has found has you know. There's a lot of cases of of child rape unfortunately right among the clergy of of the catholic church yeah and uh he has decided to create a new sort of a, a college he calls it a college of cardinals of, and bishops of, okay to expedite the judicial process of clergy uh who have been accused of of uh pedophilia or, or or child rape uh, now here's the weird part uh there's a, apparently a huge backlog of appeals from priests who want to not be defrocked this is not legal stuff here we're not talking about like the legal consequences to this to to child rape and the church still has some ways of like skirting you know they they move priests around they they Right, they'll still they. I think so you, I think they're still paying off families not to uh, file charges and stuff. So you're talking about sort of the court judicial or the church judicial, right? Like the, the the church courts and whatnot. right. Yeah. The defrocking 
process. Mm. The whether or not they get to keep their cute little frocks. Right. Uh, so yeah. hmm. so they, they're, they're expediting uh, that process, or at least the appeals pro- part of that process, which to me doesn't seem like much. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's... new procedure. So, so uh, in a statement by uh, Mary Kaplan, who's uh, the sur- who's uh, president, she's she's a representative of survivors, the survivors network of those abused by priests okay. or right. SNAP. Oh, um, cute. Uh, so, and she's she says <laughs> new procedures aren't needed. Decisive action is needed, and historically, only bishops who commit sexual crimes face even the slightest discipline, while hun- the hundreds more who conceal the crimes are ignored or promoted. Okay, right. So that's still that's that's still uh, probably not going to be affected by this, uh, but they're going to try and do some stuff. They're going to try and uh, uh, get some stuff done. Right. Uh, at least defrocking quicker than they had you know i mean it's a thing that's some yeah. action yeah. action pope he's yeah. he's on it Kapl- you know, he's Kap- on the case kaplan said defrocking dangerous molesters is a first step not the last that any bishop should take right it does seem like that would be oh you did this you don't get to be a, a priest anymore let's now just we're start gonna figure with out that. what to do with you then we'll move on yeah so yeah okay all right there you go that's where we're at okay well um let's see where do i want to go i well let's stick with catholicism for a minute sure and, we got a lot of catholic and stuff and today. and just just the good that they're doing around the world oh good yeah um this is a story that takes place in kenya oh and uh apparently um there has from the catholic bishop's perspective in kenya um they uh there's a terrible 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 thing happening oh no a a public health policy oh no um women in uh sort of um childbearing uh in in their childbearing years Uh um are being given uh tetanus vaccines oh and this is this uh they are all up in arms Right, um, because, because they, um, because this is clearly a disguised population control program, according to them. According to the Catholic bishops. According to the Catholic Catholic bishops. Like, Kenya. if this were like, you know, tribal leaders are decrying this, <laughs> like that would make sense to me. But the Catholic bishops think that the tetanus, tetanus shots that this test that this tetanus vaccination <laughs> has a hormone that's been added to it uh that um basically uh sterilizes the woman oh my god um and uh and the, the, well what what made them suspicious that this was the case was that that they are you know clearly just targeting women uh from the ages of uh 14 to 49 um that's optimistic um and uh right i I don't don't know you mean in terms of getting pregnant yeah yeah it does seem unlikely unlikely but nonetheless those are the ages that were included in this and but they excluded men and boys from this effort yeah and uh the uh, the world uh health organizations behind this nefarious scheme 
uh, to uh, sterilize the women of Kenya. Yeah. Uh, because they don't want any more babies born in Kenya, according to the Catholic bishops. <laughs> so they're getting in the way. They're telling people I, not to do it. They've been yelling at the government. They've been raising raising heck you in know, Kenya you know, so over this. It's funny because I'm not like a, some conspiracy nut, but one always wants to look for why someone would take a position like this. Well, this is not the first time that the World Health Organization has administered the same vaccine, uh, sterilizing large swaths of the population uh, in Mexico in 1993. And then uh, the following year in, uh, in Nicaragua and the Philippines, they just they sterilized all the women. <laughs> it, if I did, if, like I'm literally, Which, I mean, you heard about this, right? This oh. hor- it was horrible. Oh, yeah, because we all know that there's an entire generation missing from Mexico. Yeah. We all and know Nicaragua that. Nicaragua and the Philippines. Right. I just, I think to myself, like, like this sends my brain reeling to what could Kenyan bishops gain from disseminate, from spreading this rumor? Well, they have clearly a distrust in science. Well, obviously. Right. That's, I mean, yeah. and so they're, oh, they're paranoid, completely paranoid. Uh, and it's tetanus. It's yeah. Tetanus. Yeah, exactly. They're, what they're doing is promoting life by preventing tetanus. Yeah. It's not, it, it's not preventing life. <laughs> it's preventing. Well, it's, pre- I don't want lockjaw. It's preventing the life like, of tetanus. These women, they don't want lockjaw. No, no. I don't even know what lockjaw is. Apparently it's tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was always told. Uh, anyways, yeah, um, this horrible, horrible, horrible thing. I, I'm and so, I'm so I, glad that the, the these bishops are on the case. Well, they need to get uh, all the anti-vaxxers from the U.S. on board. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a whole there's a whole movement here. Get Jenny don't, McCarthy out there. Don't tell American anti-vaxxers. I didn't know that was the. <laughs> They're anti-vaxxers. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. Um, don't give them another one. No, I don't want. Let's make them really tetanus now. Yeah, that one's now going to. I think be we like, got. I think we get, I think we got to give them reason to 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 decry all medicine. Yeah. I mean, I don't want their children to suffer, but I sure wouldn't mind seeing anti-vaxxers themselves die out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I told you about the girl at work who didn't want the flu vaccine. Right? <sighs> It was being given to us free at work, right? right. And uh, and she was like, no, 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 I don't want to get sick. It's like, then get the shot. Right, exactly. <laughs> the point of the shot is <laughs> not to get sick. How so. did this get flipped on its head? Uh, well, you can get vague flu-like symptoms for, for a minute after a... For a minute. For like a day. Versus two weeks? Right, yeah. Which one would you prefer? Yeah. The possibility... It, it, they're both a possibility. Right. Right. And of course, it's not every single, you know, little strain of flu that's out there, but it's the big ones. Right. And it's the ones that, and they're, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to get into all of that. I'm going to take us to Rockville, Maryland. Lovely. Uh, An area. Lovely town. uh, Yeah. Oh, who doesn't love Rockville? I love it. It's just beautiful this time of year. Truly gorgeous You look around now, we've missed the foliage, but now is when it starts to, the the snow comes in and it's just a, it's a winter wonderland. Yeah, sleigh rides. (laughs) We have never been to Rockville. (laughs) However, what what is happening there, uh, and it's making a lot of of news, is that for the longest time, 
Mm-hmm. They uh, if you uh, if your child went to school in Rockville, okay. you would get a calendar that says all of the days off of school. For instance, Christmas break or Easter break. Right. These are all things that were very normal in my childhood. Are very normal across our country. A little sketchy considering they're tied into religious holidays, but right. this is what it was. Well, <laughs> the Muslims want to be want to be part. They want to play. Oh no. So this year Eid, their holiday of Eid falls on uh right at the same time as as Christmas break. Oh, so they're like, "Hey, throw us on there." Christmas Eid break. Right. It says Christmas, it's a, it says Yom, Yom Kippur, it says. It's got the Jewish holidays on there. Kwanzaa? Uh, no. Are you kidding? <laughs> Absolutely not. But Eid, sure. Eid al-Adha, mm-hmm. uh, al-Adha, yeah. uh, I guess it falls on... Um, That's the good Eid, right? Oh, you, you want that Eid. Because there's two Eids. There's a I, bunch of... Oh, sure who knows two, how though. many Eids there are? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I guess it falls on uh, on Yom Kippur. Oh boy! But the schools That's are already. Be a mess. The point is, the schools are already closed. Yeah. And Muslim activists just said, "Hey, can you just note it on the calendar that Eid is also a day? Why not just?" Winter holidays. Well, that's break. what they came to. Oh, really? They finally said, uh, 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 "Nobody gets any holidays. <laughs> Winter break, spring break." <laughs> Oh, they're not even acknowledging that there are holidays. No, no, no. They're, they're just, just saying taking this winter the, break. They are taking all of the religious references off of the calendar. I applaud them I, yeah. in this move. Thank you, Muslim activists. Yeah, it's funny for being, being so distasteful to these people, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that forced them to do something that most school districts had already done, right? Or should do, or should have done. What's so funny? Phil Kaufman, who is the school board chairman, said. It was a no-win situation for us, <laughs> which to me, like, no, you came to the the win is you actually lived up to the creed of our country, which is a separation of church and state. So there is a win situation here, and you found it. But, of course, what he's referring to is the fact that if you do what they did, the Christians all scream and shout, and this is persecution, up in, up in arms. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if you do what the what the uh, Muslims want, then the Christians scream and shout, and no, you can't Just have awful. Muslims and blah blah blah. <laughs> it's like the stuff happening. Why in... can't they share it? It's it won't be the same way next year because of the damned, you yeah, know, but Muslim ca- calendar. But thing. then the Muslims will be like, "Hey, you put a Eid on it last year. Why aren't you putting Eid on this year?" Yeah, they'll. It's sneaky. Oh, they are sneaky, sneaky bastards. Sneaky Eid. Happy sneaky Eid. <laughs> I think the uh, th- you know this ties into the thing that's happening in Florida with the whole with the whole satanic temple wanting to distribute their um, stuff because the schools yeah. because they were distributing Christian stuff to the schools. Uh-huh. Just this week, I didn't make it one of my stories because it's kind of a non-story. They're now con- considering not allowing any of them any of them to. They've only just now put that on the table. That they're not going to allow anybody, that they're going to consider not allowing any of the religions to disseminate their propaganda. I love it. At school. I love it. I love that it takes. Well, and what's amazing, uh, one of the guys in the story, one of, one, of the, one of the Christians or some, one of the school board people, I think, came up with 
the most brilliant thing. You know that Lucian Greaves is the is the the head of the Satanic Temple yeah, group. Yeah. They this guy called it Lucian's Law. That like Okay. You can't do it for Christians if you're unwilling to do it for Lucian. Beautiful. So Lucian's law, I think, should stick. I'm, I'm putting it out there, you guys. Let's uh, let's let's call but it Lucian's he, law. We can't call it that. Why? He's the head of the Satanic Temple. Well, that's why we can't honor him. Well, with a law what, named That's after why he's him. got a law. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I love the idea of pushing the distasteful things so far that the Christians finally go, "Oh, let's be secular." Right. Exactly. Oh God, let's be secular. Right. Wait, wait. We, we we have to share being religious with them in the public sphere? <laughs> oh, let's be secular. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll yell about it at church. Yeah. Oh, just incense. Just scream and shout. What is this country coming? This was a Christian country. This is, this is a betrayal of everything that we Judeo stand for. Christian values. That's right. It's us and the Jews and, and no one else. And we're only we're including really... <laughs> the Jews reluctantly. <laughs> we just... Damn, Semite. World War II made us have to come around on the Jews. <laughs> well, you know, the school, the Montgomery County schools uh, in in Maryland that have now had to make these changes, are uh, they didn't even include the Jews until the 70s. Yeah. But then they included the Jews. Yeah. Everybody was fine then. Well, yeah. I mean, the Jews are harmless. But you can't include the Muslims. They're not harmless. They are harmful. <laughs> They're harmy. They're very harmy. How long will it take? Anyways. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, what else you got? Well, I got the story of a... Uh, this, this is coming to us from uh, Michigan, uh, where a, uh, a, 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 a pastor... Uh, sort of one of these church, like seed church types. They mm. go and they plant a new church. They they love these little. Have you heard about this? <laughs> no. This is a whole thing, you know. Um, and they uh, so he was a, he's a pastor at Crossroads Church, I believe in Lansing. Well, we're gonna say it's Lansing. Okay. Um and uh, and he he realized that sort of. The cool church concept, you know, the kind where they serve you like you've got you got like coffee and pie, you know, and that's what he said. And rock and roll. And rock and roll. They've got coffee, pie, and rock and roll. They've sort of saturated the market. They've reached who they're going to reach. Oh, we're done with that? And so now, like, no, I'm not done with it because that's working. Okay. Right? Uh, There's still this portion of of the population, these nuns. Right, that they're <laughs> super concerned about these these non-religious, non-practicing oh, Americans. I you meant nuns. Oh, nuns. No, no, no. The the nun category. Us. Re- uh, well, we're included in the nuns. Yeah, correct. But he wants the 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 spiritual but not religious. Yeah, nuns. Yeah, right? he wants those he, back. He, how do you get these people? Is what he's he's asking. Right? Yeah, it's a good question. So he is he's setting up sort of an experimental uh, Christian church project called the upper room oh uh and uh he's he's holding this uh uh, uh above a, a bar <laughs> and uh they are uh they're, the first drink is on the pastor nice for the first if your first time pastors will buy you a beer okay okay uh there's no singing no prayer just talk Beer and Bible. I'd go. 
to get your free beer. Get a free beer and like and have it <laughs> and spice up the conversation. Oh yeah, because it's gonna get spicy if I go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he, the the article quotes at the beginning uh, him uh, saying to the, the the dozen or so members of the audience, uh, "We hope you didn't bring any of those non Christian people tonight. Tonight is about getting all the kinks out." So he always he, he this isn't about reaching out too far yet. Oh, okay. He's trying to get the just the Christiany folk. He's like, "How do we do this? How do we do Christian without prayers oh, and hymns okay. and I can't, songs? I can't come yet." praise you know right. how, 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 no there's no hands in the air yet at this place i think i think what's happening is they're sitting around going how, what do people who aren't christians like <gasps> bars and beer mind-altering substances <laughs> yeah what's next after this one <laughs> like is it gonna be like okay we're gonna shoot up heroin right. we're gonna try to figure out uh how we do this? Right. How do we do Christian? They kind of already have this because they're without they're the like beer. the Christian needle exchanges without and pie. stuff. Eh, yeah, and the, or or like the but that's not come and worship with us. Right. It's not like the 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 first the first syringe is on us. No, you know? if, if they knew what they were doing, they'd do acid. <laughs> Acid actually creates it, like accesses <laughs> the same parts of the brain that are yeah. that, or where no, you house spirituality and it's stuff. It's gonna have to come to that. Yeah. Let's face it. I give it twenty years. <laughs> come to our At church. Most. This is our communion. Uh, take one tab, yeah, or two, because you know our message wasn't enough. Right. Exactly. Jesus wasn't enough. No. We need some some drugs here. Right. Exactly. You know, to, to get you somewhere. That... Use science for our purposes. <laughs> and that science is fucking with your brain. <laughs> All right. But anyways, uh, it's it's just amazing the um the lengths that these people will go to. Get how much they are willing to give up of of their who they are and what worship for them <laughs> is. In order to, to to feel like they've they've reached a soul, yeah, exactly. That, how can mean? we how de- how far can we boil this down until it doesn't? <laughs> res- so it has none of the things that anyone objects to, right? And we, and yet we still feel like there might be some of us in it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good luck to them. Uh, <laughs> if you're anywhere near, where was this? Uh, Lansing, Michigan. If you're in Lansing, go get you a free beer. I mean, that's where the story was posted. I don't think it actually says. All right. Actually well, you guys, to, you guys, definitely in, Michigan. You guys in Michigan, figure it out. There's beer. <laughs> there's free beer floating around somewhere out there. Have some fun. Uh, I'm going to go back to the to the Vatican, and we're we're going to talk oh. a little bit more about Catholicism. Uh, I, I love Catholicism. Why not? It's, What's what is not to love? I think I'm going to join up. <laughs> I think you I'm should get you, through some some. Apparently, there's some classes you have to take. Right. You spent some time in Rome. You know. Oh, it's lovely. You know the drill. That's lovely. Uh, so again, we're on the theme of what's the Pope doing, if anything? Well, <laughs> another thing that he is doing uh-huh. uh, that seems in line with his sort of liberal, lovey-dovey rhetoric, right? Is uh, he? Do you remember uh, Arch Ar- Ar- Cardinal Raymond Burke? This is the guy that, some, yeah, some some years back, American cardinal, right? Former American of some kind. Yes, that's right. He was the Archbishop of St. Louis ah. uh, for a long time. Well, and he f- did that town some good. <laughs> What's not to love now? It's he fixed it. 
<laughs> no, this was the guy that was trying to lead other American bishops in a campaign to stop giving communion to politicians who supported legalized abortion. Oh, dear. Do you God, remember that? I remember that, yeah. So that's that was, kind of... Okay, that was him. That's fun stuff, this Burke guy. Burke the jerk. Burke, yeah. Wow, you can't... You did it. What? It's a rhyme. <laughs> you, <laughs> Shut up. You came up with the, the, the schoolhouse taunt. Yeah. For Burke the jerk. Cardinal Burke. Guarantee you, that's not the first time he's been called Burke the jerk. No. Anyway, uh, he is a jerk, uh, and he when he became a cardinal, he became a very powerful cardinal. He was uh, he was on the Congregation of Bishops. Oh. Um, well, that's that's like it's, House Ways and Means. Yeah. No, it's it's like the Supreme Court. <laughs> oh, of, okay. Of all right the car of the Vatican. Okay. Uh, well, he has been summarily dismissed. Oh, from from that, or rather, he's been transferred from that job. He now has a new job, oh. which is large a largely ceremonial job. Okay, as the patron of the Sovereign Military Order of Malta. Malta's lovely. That would have, that, that's this a is good the, gig. Th- this is actually a charity organization. Oh, um, it, it, their activities include hospitals and residences for the elderly and that sort of thing. Is this, is this like the Knights of Malta? I guess so. Only it's the order, military order. Yeah. How many of these things does Malta get? <laughs> what else do they have? The Knights of Malta. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, just saying, like, a lovely little island. They yeah, I've heard, I've heard that it's a great Malta's place to visit. Great, yeah. I, Gorgeous. Anyway, the, po- the point is, uh, it's, it's like putting him out to pasture. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh, uh, Burke the jerk. Burke the jerk is now like, now he just has to head up some charity thing, right? And he's no not, power, and he's like ceremonial head of this thing. He's not actually like even in charge. I'm sure he can say some stuff to him. He's not actually handing any out anything out to the. <laughs> he's poor. not doing anything. <laughs> he's all but fired. Oh, poor Burke. So there you go. Well, that's, that's a thing. So what? Excuse me, though. What did he? What did he do? What what got him kicked out? No, there was no sighting of any specific problem. He was just—I mean, it's the Pope; he can do what he wants. So there's, but clearly, there's some backroom politics. That... He was very conservative, okay. and obviously, this Pope is very not that. And this, you know, anything. This Pope is all about like lovey-dovey messages, and we'll deal with the details later. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and that's not what Burke is about. Burke uh, said to a Catholic broadcaster, quote, we can never talk enough uh, uh, because the Pope's saying, let's not talk about, let's not talk so much about abortion and same-sex marriage. Right. And Burke said, we can never talk enough about these things. Oh, wow. Grum- He's a jerk. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. <laughs> Well, I want to stay in Italy. Oh, good. Uh, for a story, but a different, different religion. Oh dear, those They're... Mormons. They've been trying to get some, make inroads into Italy for quite a while. Yeah, you were doing it back in the nineties. Uh, just awful. <laughs> Nothing worked. No. Nothing. No, I, you... can, I can tell you right now. We tried. We tried everything we could come up with. Did you try free beer or wine in that in their case? Yeah, no, it won't work. Um, but, Here's something we did not try. Okay, that uh, some Mormon missionaries in Bologna uh, are trying. I guess I guess they're not the only place where that's tried this, but it's where the the story is centered. Uh-huh. Uh, they are, um, you know, they've 
after running out of just about every other way to try to find just someone to convert to Mormonism, they've turned to chalk art. <laughs> um, and it's uh, chalk art. Chalk art. Yeah, you know, they, they okay. get chalk and they, they, they find a busy corner, uh-huh. you know, the intersection of sure. a couple streets, and they, they, they do chalk art on the pavement and uh, in order to strike up conversations with people. Uh, and so they, they've done all sorts of, of, of different themed out little chalk arts. Um, Is it art or are they writing messages? There's some messages. There, yeah. But they're also drawing like the Ten Commandments. And they're drawing uh, the, the they, they did a whole one that was like the plan of salvation. Oh, and so which, they, which uh, it translated from Mormon speak is uh, the the beginning, middle, and end of spiritual life, starting yeah. with us being born as spirit babies in the pre-existence, and then our lives here on Earth, yeah. and then where we go afterwards. Yeah. Uh, the, the the thing about this is um, maybe in some of the lesser cynical places on the planet this might work a little bit <laughs> right right but you might get someone like these are oh, italians look, they, they drew on the sidewalk <laughs> i can't imagine italians responding well even just to chalk being on the sidewalk <laughs> no like i can imagine them being offended just that someone drew on their sidewalk it, oh uh, yeah yeah or, um, or at least do something like seriously artful with your chalk. Oh, it better be good. It had better be good. It better be good. Not just hokey twenty something year old. They got a Michelangelo drawn. down this fucking street. Yeah, you're not you're not fooling anybody with your no. little your your cute little picture. No, and it's that's the thing. Italian this, I, Italians don't do cute, right? <laughs> no. They're they're like the Japanese do cute. They love cute, right? right? Italians don't do cute. No. Um, and so these cutesy little drawings aren't really uh, working, I guess. Uh, it's, it, according to the article, there's been a, uh, a, uh, a, a wide range of responses from <laughs> passersby, including, you know, those who are willing to, like, talk and, and others who just kind of watch. Uh, they've uh, apparently, at one point, the missionaries... Um, um, uh, um, Sort of had an open chalk night, I guess you could say, <laughs> where they uh, they allowed passersby to do some of their own chalk. Oh, that's art. a very very bad idea. <laughs> that is, a, I mean, maybe it's be- a better the, idea in Italy than it would be in the United oh, States. Oh no, no, are you kidding? These people <laughs> they love to draw penises on things. Um, you walk around Rome, and, and just, there's just graffiti of penises, just dicks everywhere, everywhere. Um, and so apparently they added the, the passersby added their own uh, vulgar uh, and degrading material uh, <laughs> that detracted from uh, the, the the what the missionaries. Were How do you do. not? I mean, even if you're not inclined <laughs> to draw penises, even if your whole life you've never drawn a penis on anything, if this missionaries, is your if missionaries this are drawing on chalk, chalk on the sidewalk and they hand you a piece of chalk. That's what you do. It's pretty easy drawing too. Like it's yeah. not it's not a hard it's not, thing it's a, to draw. It's a simple shape. Yeah. The only thing you're going to do literally the first thing that comes to your mind. It's got to be draw a dick. <laughs> now how far you go with that? Sure. You know, because I saw some pretty graphic <laughs> yeah penises that had been drawn. Well, you know, like there's n- not too much that's offensive about just like the outline drawing, but when you start to like 
add some detail. Do some veins and whatnot. Hair. Sure. You know. Um, <laughs> penises doing what penises do. Sure, sure. You know. Or, or, you know, even just adding legs attached to it and maybe a torso. <laughs> just uh, adds a certain vulgarity yeah to it, it, yeah, it, just, yeah. it brings it into that context nobody minds just a simple penis outline oh I mean, they mind cares? oh they mind well, mormon missionaries do mormon missionaries <laughs> mind a lot <laughs> especially those poor sisters <laughs> like what what oh why did they do that no. oh it ruined everything they were out here finding people and they just brought a spirit of contention oh. <laughs> into the whole thing by the, drawing these penises <laughs> the weepy the weepy testimony meetings <laughs> that month yeah we were trying to do something nice and something pretty for everybody and we wanted to include them and <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Well, if you want to bear your testimony about any of these things, uh, you're welcome to do so. You can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you can leave us a voicemail at four two four six 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 eight four four two. Sure, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash tgi atheist, or join the conversations that's happening in the closed group, the TGIA members only lounge, and that's uh, findable. On uh, Facebook. Yeah, if you go to, yeah, that's right. You go to Facebook, you type in TGIA mm -hmm. Members Only Lounge into their search. Yep. You, you ask to be a member. We yeah. let you in. Yeah. And uh, and then it's actually, it's growing. It's huge. It's fun. Super fun. Every, it's, it's a, oh, uh, I, I don't I mean did to my brag. first post. I did my oh, first did post. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, good. It didn't get a lot of traction. <laughs> I don't think people were too into, you know, two paragraph long Kurt Vonnegut quotes, but I am. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a Veterans Day quote. Oh, I, okay, great about, about Armistice Day. I, I missed it. Maybe 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 most Facebook people, most people hiding it from it. Yeah. from us all. They didn't know who I was apparently. Anyway, uh, Frank and I interact there, and uh, it's 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 a. Uh, I'm not going to brag too much, but I've been in several atheist forums. Mm. This one's my favorite. Yeah, well, all right. Everyone's fun and pleasant <laughs> and respectful and. There's no but, shouting people out of the room. No, yeah. no. But there, there have been some debate, some debate. But there's also like funny shit, and there, you know, somebody posted a dildo crucifix on there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. it's right. it's mildly vulgar, just like us. All right. Well, okay. Matter of fact, that should be our tagline. <laughs> Thank God I'm an atheist. We're mildly vulgar. <coughs> okay. Oh, well, I couldn't even get it out yeah. there. Yeah. All right. So what are we going to listen to This here? is Brian Fisher. Oh, yeah. Um, And he is upset that... Uh, oh, who would make him upset? <laughs> How did this happen? How, that He's such a stable fellow. He's such a, a nice guy. Uh, you know, um, I think I'm just going to play it. He's Brian Fisher and he's upset. Tomorrow... The National Cathedral is going to be converted into a mosque. For the first time ever, Muslim prayers are going to be offered uh, at the National Cathedral. Now, if you would like to call the National Cathedral and complain about this, remember what the Bible says. This is one of the Ten Commandments. The first one of the Ten Commandments is what? You, talking to the nation, 
of Israel, true for individuals, but this was the Ten Commandments for a nation. You shall have no other gods before me. Allah is another God. The Bible says you, as a nation, shall have no other gods before me. So if you'd like to call, I'd love to have you call and then call in this program and let us know what you heard from them. Be polite, but make your objections known that you object. Just simply say you object to the National Cathedral being turned into a mosque, that that was not the purpose for which it was built. The purpose for which it was built is to worship the God that made America great, and you object to it being used to worship a God of a completely different religion. Uh, he does he know that the National Cathedral is not like a owned by the government run church, not a national park it's, or something. Yeah, exactly. Does he is he aware of that? I don't think he knows. I mean, I the, think there is confusion about that fact in yeah, this country. Actually, it's just an Episcopal cathedral in Washington D.C. Yeah, and the fact is that a Muslim praying in it, which is what's happening, all right. they're doing, they're allowing a Muslim prayer service. That doesn't turn it into a mosque. No, it's being converted. It's, they're putting some onion domes on the top yeah. and uh, some spires. They've got a minaret coming up. Yeah. Yep. You got the, That's what's uh, happening. The guy singing. And the, the crosses are coming down. Yeah, they're taking it. Jesus is coming down, all oh, of this stuff. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. And, well, basically, as soon as a Muslim prays in any Christian church, it's ruined. Is it really? Yeah, they got to they gotta pack the whole thing in. Ah. Oh. It's just well, that's quite the strategy on their broken. Part. Yeah, oh. they should they should do that more often. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the terrorism right there. Yeah, that's what you need to do. <laughs> Terrorize the Christians by praying in their churches. It's a lovely cathedral. I, no, it's a beautiful cathedral. It's it's you know. Um, so yeah, I had a thought though listening oh. to Brian Fisher. Oh, I've had this thought before, but I've never really expressed it. Um, I think he'd be a terrible person to have as a next door neighbor. <laughs> What, because he yells everything that he says? Yeah, I think he would be really, really, really kind of a dick about, like, like um, any kind of issues dealing with, like, the property line. Oh, or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he would be an absolute asshole. I think Rush Limbaugh would probably be an interesting next-door neighbor. Oh, sure. He's having you know, barbecues all the time. He's drunk all the time. Yeah. He's just enjoying life. Come on over. Let me, let's have a chat. Yeah. yeah. He'd be, you wouldn't want to get him going. But no, this no, guy, no, but he, you don't even want to like see him out like mowing the lawn. No, no, this guy's a jerk. <sighs> oh, the worst would be if he lived like if he was like your landlord. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> you call him up, you're like, I think the filter on the on the furnace needs to be changed. Don't tell me about that communist plot about changing the filters. That's just blah 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 blah. <laughs> tell you Did so. you try praying? Yeah, <laughs> I I prayed over it five times. It'll be and, fine. Yeah. That drain just won't get unclogged. <laughs> Look, Mr. I, Fisher, the Lord told me, oh, and don't be late on your rent. Yo. Not even a moment late. No, he'll there's kick no, you out. There's no grace, period. No, no, no. There's no grace. That guy, if that guy were were a, a landlord, he would live just to kick people out. Oh, yeah. That's his he whole goal. nickel and dime you on that deposit. <laughs> oh, you're not just, getting any of that You're not back. getting a thing back. It's going to be an itemized list of things it, that he had to do. He's going to send you $4.86 of your $500 deposit. You get He will he will issue a check in the amount of 486 
and it you'll he'll yeah yeah and yeah you'll get a list of all the things why <laughs> well we had some correspondence today uh Yay. well you know throughout the week um eben wrote into us uh said hi love the show especially uh as a fellow atheist in utah what's up hey uh anyway i grew up catholic and i wanted to say something about uh pope francis's statement on evolution the Catholic Church had officially supported the theory of evolution and the Big Bang since Vatican II. The only time a Pope's statement on evolution would actually matter at this point is if they stated that evolution was not true, since that would be new. Oh. I was actually taught in Catholic school that evolution and the Big Bang support uh, the existence of God, since there had to be a cause. All right. Quote there from the eighth, yeah. eighth grade right. teachers. The quote from the eighth grade teacher was, "There must be a big banger." <laughs> And an evolutionator, exactly. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was. It's interesting. I was in a fifties uh, song cover band, and I called myself the Big Banger. That was a. That's a true story. Uh, no, that's a. That's a. No, that's th- a, they're painful memories, but is, it's a true story. That is a total lie. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible lie, Dan. I was. I was, Yeah. Uh, Thanks, anyway, Dan. even I, I believe that one of the things that did happen was that Pope Benedict was actually backing off of that. He was actually trying to take that left turn into right creation land. Right. So that's where the story was. It was was more that Francis was taking the wheel, turning us back. Yeah. Into into evolutionville. Into something close to reason. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, well, I have a uh, voicemail, a sure. question from a listener. In fact, Sounds so great. I'm just going to play it. Hey, Frank and Dan, this is Matthew from California. My little brother in community college met an ex-Mormon who was all too willing to tell him as many secrets about the Mormon uh, meetings that he wanted to know about. Um, in particular, this woman told my little brother that at the end of meetings, everybody had to do the sign over your neck where you're slicing your neck in effigy, um, like a metaphor for uh, slicing your neck. Um, and just to remind everybody that uh, you won't tell anybody the Mormon secrets that you had in this meeting on pain of death. Is that true? Well, thanks for the call. Uh, yeah. It's based on something that was true. It did. It used to happen. Now, mind you, this didn't happen in church meetings. No, no, no. This was at the temple. So so, so it, this sounds like a, a, a someone who wants to make it sound much, much bigger than it was. But... Mm-hmm. When someone went through the temple, and this hasn't happened since what the nineties? The nineties. Yeah. This hasn't this this stopped happening back in the late eighties, early nineties, somewhere in that range. Um, but yes, uh, what would happen in the temple ceremony was that you were asked to draw your thumb across your neck and mm-hmm. say, and then and then uh, and then draw your thumb across your midsection, your bowels. as though you were to be disemboweled, and you will say, "I would, I will suffer myself to die before I." Commit before I reveal the secrets of the right, 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 something along those lines, yeah, right. So, so yes, that did happen. It creeped a lot of folks out. So yeah. they kind of boy, am I glad that wasn't there when I went through. Yeah, that's just it was already a mind fuck. Yeah, like I didn't need anything else added to it. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, shit, I have to suffer myself to die. <gasps> uh, not that they ever actually were claiming that anybody was going to die for it. Like there was that was always this weird thing where it's like, really, are we gonna kill people that don't say this? <laughs> no. Well, why are we putting it in there then? So they stopped. Wow. Um, here's a a couple people wrote in about 
Um, our segment last week on Brittany Maynard and the uh, mm. and her her suicide to prevent a slow and painful death of oh, the yeah. brain tumor. Yeah, yeah, and we asked people to give us their their thoughts. Right. Michael wrote in. He said uh, he was talking about a conversation he had. Uh, with someone who felt differently than we do. Oh, okay. Uh, he said this person was Catholic, and they want, went on to say how suicide was, quote, playing God, and only God could choose when one dies. This wasn't new to me, but then they talked about a grandparent's suffering. They were referring to someone who had gotten old, and the last few years of their life were more than rough. Mm. This person went on to say that they believed that suffering on earth was enough, and that person went straight to heaven after their death. Oh my God! Yeah, that's it, horrid. He's, he's, he says, "I honestly think at one point those persons stated that we all needed to suffer because Jesus did." Oh my God! Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't approve of this whole suffering is necessary no. thing. No, uh, it's, it's, it's actually that's one of the more toxic uh, tenets of belief. I think that that sur- and it's, it's fairly prevalent in a lot of religions. This, this thing that like suffering. I mean, I think it came from a, a, an okay place. Like, when we see suffering and we, we're trying to make sense of it, I think, you know, for religions, they can say, well, you know, it's it's because on a grander sense, right. in the eternal scale, right. this amount of suffering won't amount to much, and it'll, you know, it'll prepare us for the next world. Or... Well, I mean, suffering is an interesting concept. Like, because it's... it, it A certain amount of it is rather unavoidable in life. You're going to Indeed. grieve. You're going to fall down and hurt yourself. You're yeah. going like, and as you get older, you will there's suffer. Going to be pale, pains and possible sickness, and you'll, there's, you'll, there you'll is be dumped suffering. by somebody so who loves you we, or who yeah, you love. Yeah, you'll and be. Yeah. We spend a lot of our experience in in sort of you know these not great places, and yeah. so we all think a lot about this. I just hate where Christianity like takes it. Yeah, it's awful. You know. Well, let me give you another uh, another uh, view on it. Not the Christian view. This is from Rabbi Gruber, ah. uh, who writes, uh, What a fascinating discussion, uh, re Brittany Maynard. I think the core of this might go to the idea of life having meaning. Theists usually believe that human life has inherent meaning conferred on it by God. This explains many aspects of how they live their lives. Non-theists are nihilists, but not in a negative way, rather in the sense that human life, having arisen essentially by accident, has no inherent meaning. We are responsible for giving meaning to our lives. Mm, mm -hmm. It is the potential of meaning that every person can find that makes life inherently precious, Mm. not a sacred status conferred by any third party. And so, in certain circumstances, like Brittany Maynard's, or other situations where death through suffering is assured, taking one's own life is entirely legitimate. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you, Rabbi Kruber. I think I, that's uh, that's beautifully put. You yeah. know, I, one of the things that I think about, and this is this is one of the toughest things. I think about my dad's passing, mm. and the fact that he was he you know he was in the hospital for months, six yeah. months before he died. Yeah, it was a, it was a long, fairly torturous yeah. hospital time. Yeah, you know he he had been he had been caught in a fire, and so they 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 were yeah. doing skin grafts and taking skin off of his back to apply yeah. to his legs. <sighs> so he's lying on his back with nerves exposed. I mean, yeah. it just the most horrific shit you can imagine, and then he died. Yeah. And I was in the position the entire way of having to make the decisions. When are we going? Are we going to pursue this treatment? Right. Are we going to pursue this treatment? And 
God, there's something just horrific about having to decide for someone else. Yeah. How far are we going to take this? Yeah. How, you know, and the diminishing returns. Yeah. And if I knew then what I now know, he would have died a lot sooner. I would have made different but, choices. But, but I mean, right. Well, but what I'm saying is not just about where it would go. Right. But about the fact, what I didn't know is that doctors don't tell you what they would do in that situation. I guarantee you any of these doctors would have told me not to pursue half of the shit that we mm. pursued. Hmm. Any of these doctors would have said, no, 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 don't. I, or if it were their parent, they, they would have, have said, different it's time to leave, let him go. Yeah. But they don't tell you that. Well, yeah, but you can't. It's hard. It's a, I mean, these are all very complicated questions. Yeah, but when you're, when you're going through that, you still have hope that something is going to, you know, get your loved one through. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, but, I mean, that, uh, yeah, I've ne- having never been through anything like that, but it's, it's a tricky, it, it is. I mean, but the thing is, we can't talk about these things well while religion is playing a, a role in it because what because we we won't end up talking about the right things if we're talking about you know god's the only one who has the right to determine when you die then 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 we we're then we've cut off the conversation it is it is strange but but i mean we kind of touched upon this the before when talking about this that you know the religion is is kind of funny that it's 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 fine with you stopping it, your intervention and that being the <laughs> yeah. thing that lets the person die. Right. But they're not okay with you saying, like Brittany Maynard did, this is now my moment to die. Right. I'm choosing it. I'm choosing this moment because I don't want that fucked up death. Yeah. The that's six coming the my six way. months that are coming down the line. Yeah. That'll you know where I, I degenerate and all of my family suffers and I suffer for six more months. Right. And then I die anyway. Right. That doesn't sound appealing. No, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, the thought, I, I you know what? I'm going to go to another, uh, another email because mm-hmm. I think that it, it, it it's pertinent um, to this discussion, okay. uh, sort of tangentially. Uh, this was sent in by Grant. Who says, dear Frank and Dan, I've begun listening to your show and have listened to around five to ten episodes, and I have a question for you guys. I have been an atheist for a while now, maybe a year or so. When I was converting, it took a very long time. For a really long time, I was still a Catholic, but believed in evolution and many other things. Hmm. Finally, I let go. I think I now know why I held on. It's the fear of death. The fear that after my life, which could end at any moment, really... Nothing is left. Ah, your ego is rearing its ugly head. I will go, he says, I will go from being here, conscious, alive, and semi-happy to mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. How can I deal with this? Yeah. Uh, it would be a one, it would be wonderful if you guys could address this on Boy, your show. That is a, that's a rougher one. I just choose not to think about it. <laughs> well, that's, that's avoidance. It, it gets me by. It gets me through a lot. The truth is, you can't think about it all the time, anyway. No matter <laughs> no, what. No, no. Uh, but the but I mean, I think it's... with time you get used to the idea. I think mm-hmm. because that really bothered me as well yeah. when I when I sort of admitted to myself that I did not believe in in God, right? Um, and then everything else that that meant 
and then sorting through it. That was one that I just kind of let settle for a while. Mm. Okay with it. I still, I now I'm kind of to the point of like, I can't think of an afterlife that seems appealing. appealing. <laughs> right. Yeah. I kind of just, when it's done, it's kind of nice and comforting to know that it's just done. Yeah. You know? Cause uh, yeah, cause hell's obviously not going to be good, but there's no. no there's no version of heaven that I've ever that's ever been recounted to me where I go no, Ooh, I want that. Well, and then just like this whole concept of just forever, like what do you do with it? Yeah, really. I mean, you, I guess you could sit around in a blissful state forever. Hooray! That sounds great. It doesn't though. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't have an appeal. It sounds empty and gross but when when the only thing that we as a conscious being have experienced is being mm -hmm. the thought of not being is freaky yeah i but i mean the thing is everyone dies and really what should be more concerning to 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 us i think is the fact that we're going to lose other people before we go mm. Mm -hmm. And whether you believe in an afterlife or not, you're going to deal with that. And that's going to be hard. Right. And it is hard. Yeah. Um, and there's no easy way around it. I mean, this is this is probably the reason why religions were created. Yeah. Death. One of. Yeah. Death is, death I mean, is the is, sticking yeah. point of the whole thing. Yeah. It, it, religion, is, the, the whole purpose of it is just to comfort. Yeah. Every, every 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 facet of your life, all that pain, all the potential emotional suffering, it's it's supposed to just placate it. Well, it's to it's you know, to give it's to give you answers a where narrative. there are it's to give answers where there are no answers. It's to give comfort mm -hmm. where there is ambiguity. Mm -hmm. It's to come in and 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 fill these voids. But yeah. the truth is. If you're going to be an atheist, you got to understand there are voids. Oh yeah, it's, but you but you get good with them with time. Yeah, you get used to that being a void, and right? you, and you get comfortable not knowing, and you get comfortable, mm -hmm. n you know, just believing probably there's nothing after this life. Yeah, it's a scary thought, but the but if you just sit with it, yeah, eventually you'll come to peace. Right. Well, and and I think we kind of priority said it but like the explanations just seem so shallow yeah the, like the, the the possible explanations of like what could happen afterward just seems so completely pointless and just founded in clearly nothing just somebody's mm, just imagination made up. Just, just made holy man's creation right and 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 that has a that starts to take on a distaste that is that's worse than the idea of there being nothing. Yeah. For me. Hope I don't... You, hope you like harp music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, is there another voicemail? Uh, there is one more. Yes. Okay. Um, this... Uh, so last episode, uh, we talked about taxation in Norway and how through their tax system, they actually funnel money off to individual churches based on... Mm. Like it, you'll be taxed if you're a Catholic, you'll be taxed for the Catholic Church, and then the, right. the government gives the money to the Catholic yeah, Church. The, the gov government collecting takes your tithe before it even gets to you. Yeah, exactly. And this so, is this is done in lots of countries. Yeah. And so Europe. here here's a, a call from a listener uh, recounting experience in 
story that he wanted to share. Hey guys, it's uh, Ryan from uh, Ontario, Canada. I was listening to your uh, comments about the uh, tithing and uh, by law in uh, in Europe, and I wanted to share a story. I went to business school with a guy who was essentially a tax refugee from Austria because uh, he was um, assessed a lot of tax by the Catholic Church and he refused to pay it. Uh, so he decided that uh, after he had lost a whole bunch of legal battles, that he would essentially flee Austria and uh, immigrate to Canada and be out of the clutches uh, of, of the church because that's what no doubt Jesus would have wanted. Anyways, dial forward about 25 years, and I was traveling through Europe. Uh, I was a uh, stock analyst. I was traveling through Europe uh, doing what we call marketing, and uh, one of the colleagues who was escorting me around was a German fellow, uh, and this was right before Christmas, and uh, he got a phone call from uh, from somebody, and uh, I could tell that he had just gotten incredibly positive news, uh, and uh, he, after he hung up, he told me that his wife had just told him that for Christmas she was going to leave religion. So that meant that he was going to save about $150,000 to $200,000 annually in taxes. Yeah, guys make a lot of money in that business. And that changed my view about these uh, uh, tax laws completely. I realized that we now are looking at a direct financial incentive for people to abandon religion. Thank you, Jesus. I think it's a wonderful idea. Keep it up. Anyways, thanks for the show, guys, and have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, there, thank you, Jesus. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I got a 10% raise when I left my church. Yeah. But that oh, was yeah. that was all voluntary. God, I wanted that money back. <laughs> all the stuff that you'd given, oh, given them over the years. Oh, my God. Uh, I would like a refund, please. <laughs> I found out that everything that you were saying was lies. Hogwash. So I would like a refund. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nope, you don't get that back. I know it fucking sucks. That's okay. I was young. I didn't pay that. I didn't have much money to give them. I didn't. Yeah. Anyway, um, we had some lovely donors. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna. Lee wrote in from uh from Australia, and she she wanted us. She had a nice quote from the premier, the former premier of New South Wales. Okay. Uh, Lee. By the way, I did know what NSW stood for. I didn't have to look it up, but oh, hey. For future reference, when dealing with Yanks, we don't necessarily know what New South Wales is. Anyway, uh, I was. <laughs> we very, don't even know what it is. I was very proud. Like, it's a the, state. No, it's I, just, I know yeah. that. Right. But, like but, I know that. Right. But in general, I'm saying it so that any listeners who might be confused will understand <laughs> that there are states in Australia, and New South Wales is one of them. <laughs> anyway, this guy apparently said, uh, "This." Uh, this was after apparently he was he's outgoing uh, former premier okay of the thing and he said we introduced ethics classes into schools despite the ill-informed opposition of church leaders about how that would wreck civilization Ugh. church leaders have have a legitimate right to comment on public policy what church leaders do not have a right to do is browbeat parishioners browbeat governments or intimidate governments she, nah. she says, I, for one, was clapping in our office. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, thanks for that, Lee. Yeah. Um, we have donors. Uh, I wanted to thank a few people. Deb, Deborah is, is now a monthly subscriber. Thank uh, you, so Deborah. We really appreciate that, as is Andrew. Thank um, you, Andrew. Uh, very, very generous of both of you to, to sign up for a monthly subscription. Welcome um, aboard. We also have some, uh, some one-time donations, a very generous one from Fred. 
Huh. Thanks so much. Um, Thank you, Fred. Ashley, uh, also a very uh, a, a lovely donation. She Thank says you, that her diaper business is taking off. Oh. So every batch she will try to donate. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks. Huh. Thanks so much. Uh, she's she says thanks for your advice concerning my coming out. It huh. went great. Oh, wonderful! So, hurrah for you coming out of of the atheist closet and f- then filling that closet with dirty diapers. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and then Chelsea is also a one time uh, donor. So, really appreciate all those donations. Big things on the horizon for us. Uh, I uh, we can't really divulge any of it yet no no it's still but uh but key but we're we're things are going in the direction that they need to go your donations seriously help that so if you want to donate uh we would greatly appreciate it you can go right now to uh thank god i'm atheist.com and click on the support tab Uh, yep that's the way to do it (sighs) so So what were we talking about again (laughs) what the hell are we trying to do here we were going to talk about. We were going to. We were going to launch into a whole uh, dealio. Um, well, that dealio is taxes. Uh, so, sort of on the subject of 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 taxes and clergy and yeah, religion. Bullshit. Well, in this country, things. <laughs> I mean, you know, at least at least the tax code doesn't up doesn't take money for the the churches here well, i mean there is that lack of bullshit I so guess. but there's there a, is like the serious uh subsidizing right in, in in through the the way the tax system is structured right so of religion in in the united states of america these these united states uh you churches are non-profit organizations and therefore pay no taxes but it's not just that they oh, yeah. not only do they not pay taxes Religion is granted special privileges, oh, yeah. uh, including uh, clergy having not to uh, having tax-free housing allowances. Yeah, uh, from from their congregation. That one's bullshit. Um, this one is in the news today or recently because the Furfurf uh, decided they were going to sue about clergy housing subsidies. Fantastic. Uh, they did sue. They won in the uh, U.S. District Court, um, with with uh, seventh in the Seventh Circuit Court, um, and then it went to the Court of Appeals, the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. Okay, uh, where they sh- so they won. They basically won, and then it, the uh, whoever the IRS, I guess, appealed. I'm not sure who who the plaintiff is hmm. or the defendant, rather. Hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, it was they were struck down. It was struck down. The ruling was uh, was struck down on the on the grounds that they don't have standing. Right. The Fufurf doesn't have standing for this lawsuit because they've never uh, been. They've never applied to get ri- to 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 get a clergy uh, tax free housing, and so they couldn't have been denied. So they can't have been denied it. Right. So they how were they hurt by it? Right. Um. So that's a, a technicality that seems dubious to me. Well, see, uh, because this affects all of us in the sense anybody that anybody who's not a clergy who has right. housing, right? We all have we all have housing, I'm and affected. we pay we pay taxes. Yeah, property taxes I'm absolutely affected. Right, exactly. Uh, so the fact but that makes me angry. Well, I think you should be angry about that. I feel righteous indignation right now. 
as well you should. Um, they say that they will continue to fight um, to challenge this indefensible favor favoritism. Go for 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 religion in other forums. Keep fighting for for. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. And then there you you had another story that's along the similar lines, but but Did you I? know. <laughs> Golly, I hope so. That's how we planned this thing. Uh, let me look for which tab was it on. Um, what we're talking about in this one, it's a difference. It's it's flipped on its ear. Suddenly, we've got a mutant a municipality that's sick and tired of not getting money that they could oh, be getting up in Nome, Alaska. Nome, yeah. Alaska. Yeah. Sorry, I did close that tab, so I was a little <laughs> lost for a second. Yeah. So apparently. I mean, Nome's not a big place, right? right? And I guess they're having some funding issues. Um, they oh, just yeah. don't have enough money coming in. And so they're like, well, what could we do? Well, we could start taxing the churches. Right. Well, ending our sales tax exemption for them. Because... Right. It's not most taxing. Of, it's right. just not... It's no longer not taxing. Right. So I don't know if you guys know this, but you know, like you can have a little tax ID number thingy that let that gets you off the hook, right? It's a tax exempt number, mm-hmm. and the company's able to then, when they run your transaction, enter that number, and it takes off the sales tax. Right. So when they and buy, they, when they purchase stuff at yeah. the store, when a when a religious entity goes to the store and says, "I need to buy twelve loaves of bread and forty fishes," if they take everybody out to dinner. They right. Don't place, they don't pay sales tax. Right. If they, like, seriously, wherever there's sales tax, they don't pay it. Right. And if the place that they go to isn't set up to just do that automatically, they keep the receipt and they get it all back. The The government will actually, like, give it back to them. Yeah. What? Like, N- not okay. Not okay. So, anyway, so Nome, Alaska is saying, you know what? We could raise about $300,000 a year. Just by ending this this tax exemption, right for the the churches in town, boom, they, they spend enough money. It's a windfall, three hundred thousand dollars that they didn't have before. That that could pay for schools, that could pay for homeless people. <laughs> yeah, giving to the poor. How about that? Bribes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you need that. You need you need that misuse money. of public funds. There's a there's so many things that they could do with this money. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Okay, wait. You ready for this? What? This is a joke. Your your line is gnome. Okay, you ready? Okay. I have an uncle who lives in Alaska. Ask gnome? Me. Of course I know him. He's my uncle. Uh. That was a... That was, I just... <laughs> I had to derail us for that, apparently. That, oh, was, that was really good. Anywho, um, the, the whole idea of uh, of not taxing... Entities. A lot of people say, well, what's the big deal? Why do we care about this? We're giving away money. Well, it's not just that to me. The thing is that these are these are entities that are using public services. Yeah. They are driving on our roads. Yeah. They are, you know, they are benefiting from the sewers and the the water, and they're benefiting from all of the things that we as a country provide. Police. Police. Policing. Sure. Yeah. I you know maybe if they don't pay taxes maybe they can opt out of taxes they just don't get any of the services. <laughs> uh, sir, that is that is uh, no more repair to the sidewalk out in front. That is a municipally funded sidewalk. Uh, you can't walk on that. <laughs> I'm 
afraid I can't let you do that. <laughs> but I have my clergy pass. Uh, 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 uh. I'm sorry, sir. When you pay taxes, yeah. we are glad. We will be glad to let you walk on yeah. our sidewalks. Oh, your house is burning. Hmm. That's 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 mm, your that's, rectory is burning. I'm really disappointed in that. Mm. Wow, too bad you didn't opt into paying your taxes. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. No, and it would not work that way. And I think it's it, it's really high time that these that these churches start paying their way. It kind of seems like it's time. Like that's kind of what they it seems need to like. pay their way. They need to take the their share of the burden. That we all have. Yeah. That all entities and as far as the pastors with the shit they get, people. Yeah. We we all we all pay taxes. I'm I, you know, you, you the, gotta, the question on, is dude. No, wait. Are you opposed to nonprofit organizations in general? Okay. No. Okay. Okay. Because nonprofits ha- have because of the way that we've sort of structured our system, right? We don't as a as a our government does a really bad job of providing services to the poor so what we've done is we've set up a system where pri- like pri- little nonprofit agencies go out and provide those services and so in lieu of the government doing it we're giving them the the, the privilege of not having to pay taxes right. because they're doing a public good and so i have absolutely no problem with nonprofits not paying taxes they also don't they're not privately held they're not owned nobody's getting rich off these things well now right? arts organizations are also non-profits arts organizations and that's that's a i guess you could have that argument about whether or not they're doing a public good i think they but, absolutely are and 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 in lieu of government subsidies for the arts mm-hmm. which other countries do exactly they they offer it as not now Absol- and there that, are conditions so that come up. with being a non-profit organization there you are not oh. allowed to be uh overly political you can't no. Support a a specific uh, right. candidate. Right, you're not allowed. You know, there's a lot of restrictions to that obviously you can't make profit. Right, nobody can get rich. Right, well, unless it's a religion, because right. they don't have to turn any of their shit over. Right, I mean, clearly Joel Osteen is filthy, stinking rich. Right, well, and that's the thing. Nonprofits, uh, you know, doing charity work, um, they're transparent. Yeah. You know, they, and, and the IR, and, and believe me, I worked at a nonprofit for four years, and that annual audit, our executive director, she was just, just every year, oh God, getting ready for the audit. Yeah. She spent months out of her year getting ready for the audit. <laughs> right. Because we were large enough, we had to have our little annual audit, and everything gets filed, and blah, blah, blah. You know? You got to mind your P's and, and Q's. But that doesn't happen at churches. No. They their books are closed. The 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 the, the government isn't coming in to, to look at what's going on Mm-mm. unless there's like, I guess I mean I guess a church could get audited, couldn't it? No, I mean like cries of malfeasance and if there were if if there were uh, uh, allegations of wrongdoing that were supported, yeah. I suppose. Maybe. But that would be investigate. I mean, it would have to be criminal wrongdoing yeah, yeah. in order to, for them to get audit to get investigated that wouldn't be an audit that would right. be probably fbi or, or local police who knows i don't even know of... you never hear of it right you, you never hear of it right i mean didn't even like jim and tammy faye baker i mean they got off like oh jim baker ended up doing some time for what he was the one of those televangelists. Back I know in the, who he was, but I don't remember what he did. Well, I mean, they had the PTL Ministries, uh, praise the Lord, isn't that uh-huh. cute? 
Um, and uh, they had a big Bible Land thing. They were do- they were building an amusement park. I remember him having a sex scandal, but I don't remember him going to jail no, for. He served some time. Did he? Yeah, I can't remember what they got him on, but they got him on something. Yeah. Um, oh, fraud! Fraud conviction and incarceration. Yeah, yeah. So if you so, commit fraud, yeah, uh, mail fraud specifically in his case, wire <laughs> wire fraud and mail fraud. But see, that's how they get some of these guys. Yeah, they can't get him on the thing that they really did wrong, so they. So they get them on find the, something else. The front. Yeah. But I mean, the point is that, like, yeah, if you're in any kind of nonprofit organization, boy, you just you everything is every I is crossed and every T is dotted. Yeah. And if you're not, it, but these religions don't have to do any of that, and they can just they just get away with all of the everything's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that's maybe not okay. It's not okay. I think maybe we can we need to start collecting some money I from think, them. I think it's not disingenuous of us to say, hmm. mm. we've well, given I'm, them safe haven and freedom of religion in this country. The least they can do is pay for it. Well, or if they're not going to pay for it uh, through, if I'm fine with them remaining a standard uh, nonprofit organization. Oh, but open your books. Okay, we're going to see what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, and none of this Parsons housing yeah. uh, thing, none of that stuff. But you know, if 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 you're providing as I, I I would say that church provides a service that people like. Now I don't like it, but a lot of people don't like theater, and theaters are nonprofits too. Okay, so you're saying you can't really pick and choose. I'm not going to pick and choose. Yeah. I'm just saying no special treatment for for God's sake. You don't get any special treatment. You can be a nonprofit, but. But yeah, it comes with all the strings that are attached to a normal nonprofit. Everything that all the other nonprofits have to do, got news for you. You have to do it too. Yeah. And you can't just you can't just rake in the money and and dance around in it. You have to actually do something with the money. I saw that once. It's uh it's a fun, yeah. It's it's kind of an interesting site. It's called it's called Friday Nights at the Osteen House. <laughs> Just they just all get just naked, falling out of out of what's her bucket's hair. <laughs> just, just money falling out, money just everywhere. They have a whole room devoted to just they, blowing money. Well, they around. have a Scrooge McDuck room. Yeah, exactly. Th- where they just get to roll around in the coins. They have invested in technology making coins swimmable. <laughs> That's what they've done. Gold coins. Oh, well, there you go. That that's our take on it. I don't know what you guys think. You could let us know if you wanted to by yeah. writing into us uh, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. We might just play it on the show. The number is eight. Uh, I'm sorry, four two four six 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 eight four four two. That's right. Uh, the Facebook page has a lot of fun stuff on it. Go ahead and and, and like us there. That's facebook.com/tgiatheist or on Facebook you can go to the, uh, the TGIA. Members Only Lounge. Awesome. All right. Well, as always, we'd like to thank Mackenzie for attending to Facebook for us. It's such a, a such a great service that she provides. Uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the music that you're listening to. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We Bye. sure appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.